This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, exceeding its goal, the VA finds housing for thousands of homeless veterans. An original digital services SWAT team celebrates nine years on the job. And Confederate General A.P. Hill just got his name removed from the Army base that bore his name. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, August 28, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. One of the original digital services so-called SWAT teams celebrates nine years on the job. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The U.S. Digital Service, created in 2014 after the healthcare.gov debacle, is a much different place nine years later. The White House launched USDS as firefighters for in-trouble IT programs. Today, USDS's mix of engineers, data scientists, product managers, and many others focus on improving the delivery of services and long-term agency success. Since 2014, USDS has worked with more than 20 agencies. These include everyone from the CDC during the baby formula shortage to creating a program to train contracting officers to buy digital services more effectively. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Digital filing options in federal cases with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission are now considered just as official as paper. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. EEOC has finalized its rule to formally allow digital transmission of hearing and appellate documents in federal EEO cases. In addition to using paper, feds filing with the EEOC can use one of two online portals, a federal-specific one or another for the general public. Feds have already been using both platforms for years, but now EEOC's official regulations align with that trend. Complainants' use of the two online portals is completely voluntary. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A union for rural mail carriers says members have more to lose than gain in their push to seek new representation. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. Several thousand Postal Service rural carriers have expressed an interest in decertifying their union after most of them saw pay cuts under a new pay system this spring. But the National Rural Letter Carriers Association is urging caution and telling its members that a new union won't mean a better deal for rural carriers. The union's national president, Don Mastin, says decertification would leave carriers vulnerable to layoffs. The Postal Service could just simply make everybody at-will employees and get rid of them. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is touting the growth of its vulnerability disclosure platform. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. Security researchers helped uncover more than 1,300 cyber vulnerabilities in public-facing federal systems last year. That's according to CISA's first report on its vulnerability disclosure policy platform. CISA says that the flaws reported to agencies by security researchers included 192 critical cyber vulnerabilities. Forty agency programs have now joined CISA's VDP platform since it first launched in July 2021. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Virginia Army Base Fort A.P. Hill will now be known as Fort Walker. The name honors the country's only female Medal of Honor recipient and first female surgeon in the Civil War. Mary Walker served as a doctor for Union troops during that war. President Andrew Johnson awarded the medal to Walker, even though she was a civilian. The base renaming is one of nine Army installations to get a name change, 
Virginia Native General Ambrose Powell Hill Jr., or A.P. Hill, served on the side of the Confederacy and was killed during the war. Version 1 of the Acquisition 360 Review Survey includes 24 questions as a way to give agencies constructive feedback on their contracting processes. The Federal Acquisition Regulatory Council wants to know if these two dozen questions hit the mark or need some fine-tuning. The FAR Council is seeking feedback by September 21st on whether the survey would be a good way to standardize feedback about pre-award and debriefing actions for agencies to continually improve their acquisition performance. The FAR Council estimates about 2,700 vendors would take the survey each year. Military service members whose duties prevent them from taking leave will now have less time to use extra vacation days before they expire. The Defense Department's policy change announced Friday will limit service members to carrying over 30 days of so-called Special Leave Accrual, or SLA. In the past, the Pentagon allowed 60 days of SLA leave to accumulate. SLA now expires in two years instead of three. More than 94,000 military officers have come from the Defense Department's Senior Reserve Officers Training Corps, or ROTC, program since 2011. With that big of a pipeline, the Government Accountability Office says ROTC could significantly help along the military's efforts to improve diversity. But to make it happen, GAO says the department needs a comprehensive approach to evaluate how much ROTC actually contributes to military officer diversity. Setting goals to expand ROTC applicant pools, for example, is one way DOD could help ensure better diversity in the long run. The Department of Veterans Affairs says it's on track to exceed its goal to house homeless veterans. The VA found housing for more than 26,000 veterans so far this year. That puts it on pace to go beyond its goal of housing 38,000 veterans by the end of the year. That's on top of the 40,000 homeless veterans the VA helped place in housing last year. The department says the total number of veterans experiencing homelessness fell by 11 percent since 2020 and more than 55 percent since 2010. The National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST, is taking steps to secure IT systems from superfast computers of the future. Last week, NIST released draft standards for three encryption algorithms designed to withstand attack by quantum computers. NIST is calling on the cryptographic community to provide feedback on the standards by November 22nd. The agency will also release a fourth draft standard later this year. Federal agencies have already been directed to inventory IT assets that would be vulnerable to an encryption-breaking quantum computer. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, August 28, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.